Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hi! <laughs> We're just having a little chat here in the break. Welcome on this Monday afternoon to the COV. I'm Nadine Blaney. And I'm Danny Akuye. <laughs> and we should pay attention to what we're being told. Look, what we're being told by this market is what? Just fizzle. Slip sliding away. Yeah. That's how I described it. It was uh, in the positive, as we can see, it, uh, started this morning. But as of 11 o'clock, and as some of those Asian markets came on stream, we really lost momentum. And it looks like the SIBO 200 is off by almost 10 points or just over 7 tenths of a percent. And yeah. I have, yeah, I know. It's just incredible. It is slip sliding away. And the ASX 200 also off by about 45 points or 0.6 of a percent until we get closing prices. So it's all a bit sad face, yes, isn't you it? Know, um, and like you said, if misery loves company, we've seen that around the Asian region. We've got a big week this week, don't we, with US Huge. inflation data coming through. Also, we've got uh, European inflation data. We have the monthly inflation read coming here this week. So I think just... Uh, you know, risk off, baby. Risk off, and it's been <laughs> such a hot month. You know, not just for the S and P five hundred, but you know, we have seen our market follow the uh, the U.S. market higher as well. Okay, absolutely. And I think uh, I was chatting today with quite a, few, a couple of economists, and you know, there is the possibility that we Santa's secret might be a nasty secret. It might be a rate hike, but it's, nevertheless, oh. we just don't know. That's that's next week. But let's focus on the first theme of the day. Take over target. Are we all right, Beth? I don't know. <laughs> I feel a bit Friday-ish on this Monday, to be totally I honest. I had to have extra, well, a coffee boost. There was something not quite kick I was just fed chocolate in the newsroom just to keep me going to the oh, end of the Oh, sneaky yeah. chocolate. I didn't get that. <laughs> anyway, Adore Beauty has been the subject of mm. a potential takeover target. They've rebuffed it, but the stock at one stage was up 20%. Yeah, it's not quite at that uh, high of the day now, but I did speak with Dean Fergie from Cyan Investment Management on the small caps and you know what's complicating is the fact that its two founders have about 40 percent of the stock between them so Mm. at what price will they think is fair value for the company they've obviously already knocked back the offer that's been put on the table so that was a little m&a to start this monday absolutely and uh as you were just saying we've got a data dump this week a deluge of data and uh i was so surprised saturday morning we went off to carriage works food markets Mm -hmm. Empty. Where was everybody? Went to the super centre in Mall Park. They're at the super centre oh, in Mall Park. I, know. I went on to Black Friday sales on a Saturday. I'm like, 
oh my God, mm. this is so not good for interest rates. Stop shopping, everyone. I know. Again, just referencing the newsroom, one of my colleagues out there, the beautiful Carolina, said, if the money that I spent this weekend is anything to go by, oh. the RBA needs to hike. Yeah. I was at Pitt Street Mall, and I'm telling you, there it was, was money being spent hand over fist. Um, but I did speak with uh, David Robertson from Bendigo and Adelaide Bank today. He doesn't think that there will be that rate hike coming. Mm-hmm. There will be a rate hike coming, just not in December. Yeah. Reckons that the bank will, will wait for that monthly inflation read and some more data to come yeah. through as well. Sean Lankag from Oxford Economics, they're still calling that rate hike in December. Oof. So that's next week, Tuesday the 5th. Um, although Warren Hogan, who describes himself as neutral, not hawkish, just take note, everybody, because mm-hmm. I got foot and mouth disease there. And uh, he just made the point that the October read in the uh, CPI for Australia might be a bit softer, so they mightn't have enough yeah. to get them over the line. I, on the other hand, feel like just get it over and done with. Sort I'm of. so bored of yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's I tough. had a dollar for every time I said inflation or rate expectations, <laughs> well, I wouldn't be standing beside you, would I? Anyhow, let's get back to market, shall we? See what sectors, well, mostly underperformed, I suppose, today. Consumer discretionary was particularly weak. Interesting, ahead of that retail sales read that we do get tomorrow. And when you keep in mind, you know, all of the spending that's going on for Black Friday. And it sort of reminds me of last week when we heard from some of these retailers um, saying just how important Black Friday and Cyber Monday mm. sales are going to be this year because mm. we really are following, you know, what, what's been going on in the States for a while where this is becoming just, you know, really important in terms of shoppers. Another newsroom anecdote saying, you know, for the first time ever, you know, somebody's um, partner was going to be doing all Christmas shopping while wow. the Black Friday sales were on. Wow. You know, want to get that 25% off, want to get that 20% off and, and just get it done. Yeah, absolutely. So there we can see those stocks in the red in the consumer discretionary. But let's check out some of the other sectors and see how they performed. Um, it doesn't have Origin Energy in there, but uh, the utilities also under some pressure mm-hmm. today, uh, probably again off to do with uh, rate expectations. We had uh, the materials space underperforming so some of those big names down by between one one and a half percent well in the case of Fortescue off by two percent there was actually quite a lot of pressure coming through on commodity prices um nickel I noticed was coming under a lot of pressure yeah um one bright spot though Danny I know well it was good to see because the likes of WiseTech and technology one which finished up three percent they were heavily sold off on Friday afternoon so it looks like the traders have been back in there today. But um, yeah, you're right, Nadine, very much a risk off mode at the moment, including the Aussie dollar, mm-hmm. which has also been strong under pressure. Reads, no. just quickly, um, I think we should mention as well that we've got US futures lower yep. at this stage of the game. So there was a very, very short window for equities trade in the US on Friday, really small gains, obviously, you know, horrific volumes. Nobody wants to be working on a Thanksgiving Friday in the States. So we'll see what happens tonight. Yeah, so let's check in with some of these stories. We've already touched on Adore Beauty up 19% as it was was responded to reports that it received that takeover offer Mm -hmm. from a GA, no, THG. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. No, no, British e-commerce retailer. I'm sure they were preferring if they'd, yeah, well, as you say, they're not really the owners. They're not going to want to give the business away, are they? But uh, they've rejected the $1.25 to $1.30 share price takeover Mm -hmm. bid, saying it's too undervalued. QBE was out with a bit of a trading update. Look, it's reiterated its full year outlook. Um, It is also talking up gross written premiums. 
because you know they've been growing and they do expect them to continue to grow into 2024 mm. in fact grow around 10 percent in fy23 and don't we know it when we no, go to, yeah. i'm dreading that also igo sticking with the ceo elect ivan avella and this is despite the former rio tinto aluminium boss not having followed apparently all the appropriate procedures of the handover nevertheless he is going ahead and joining igo yeah i think that takes place on december the 11th so there ceo managing director and then at Helios which has been under a spot of bother lately its chair will be <laughs> retiring at the end of the company's AGM tomorrow so Kate McKenzie has been appointed as interim chair but um, look back to Adore yet again because it was the stock of the day guess who was back on the call today oh David Gosh, Gosh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, she was and he was joined by David Lane from Ords and Jessica Amir from Mumu It's difficult at the moment. I, I probably wouldn't. It's not a stock that, that Ords cover. And I think it is a, a stock that you know, has a, a a number of issues around it. As, as I said, the, their revenues have been declining and they're struggling to, to generate a profit. So it's probably one I'd be steering mm. clear of if you don't already have it. But still, all in all, I think the earnings growth margins are still too small for my uh, for my liking, to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think the long storm long term yeah. growth stories there. So adore beauty. Well, ho hum. Not so beautiful. <laughs> no, indeed. But let's move on because our guest, Josh Gilbert from eToro, is waiting for us. Josh, oh, that moustache is getting some form there. <laughs> it's getting bigger, yeah, absolutely. We are so. almost at the end of the month, Josh. Get yourself ready. I know. <laughs> I know. Just a few days left, eh? <laughs> uh, just a few days left in this month that has actually been pretty positive for equities. What happened today, though? There was a bit of a party pooper. Yeah, I think you mentioned that everyone was out shopping at the weekend. Maybe everyone was sort of uh, having to sell down some uh, assets to to pay off their uh, their spending from the weekend, maybe. But no, I think you know we we had Michelle Bullock sort of coming out last week. I think really taking a bit of a hawkish tone, and I think that is just putting markets on the back foot a little bit. I think we we sort of getting this expectation that we may see another rate hike. Um, before the year ends. Um, and I think that is just, you know, as we've sort of said there, put, put sort of markets on the back foot a little bit and going into, um, you know, in, into sort of sell-off mode. Materials, you know, sort of coming under pressure today after sort of that decline in iron ore, that's obviously going to put sort of the market um, on the back foot, given it's sort of waiting as well. Um, but iron ore has had a great run up. So, you know, I, I don't think there's probably too many worries um, seeing that uh, fall just slightly to start the day. But it is a little bit surprising to see, um, given that we've had such positivity from sort of US markets, the S&P 500 coming off the back of four weeks of gains now, um, two weeks as well of, of all 11 sectors on the S&P 500 finishing in the green. So not very often sort of that happens. Uh, but yeah, a bit risk off, especially when we've got a huge amount of data coming through this week. Yeah, totally. And uh, would you be surprised at this stage if there was some profit taking that came into the US markets? I believe it's US tax selling time. Um, and uh, I was listening to somebody mm. who, who who expects, the, I'm not technical, this is their technical, that yeah. it comes down 
down to the 200 uh, from the 200 moving day average down to the 50 day moving average but then it sets it up for everybody to buy it for the Christmas rally is that sort of an outlook that's feasible at this stage Josh uh, yeah, I guess the the sort of the view is, you know, has Santa sort of come early into, in the sense of that rally? I mean, usually we we sort of have that that sort of fourth quarter rally heading into sort of year end. Investors start sort of positioning their portfolio for the year ahead. You know, buying stocks on the anticipation they've got a they've got a year ahead of them for for it to sort of do sort of pretty well. But I also think the outlook for for next year is still pretty good as well. So um, yes, there may be a bit of profit taking, but also is that profit taking maybe a little bit too early? You know, if we've got you know the the sort of rate rate cut expectations that are coming up as early as sort of April, May now in the sort of the US inflation continuing to move in the right direction. You know, may, maybe it's not the right time to sort of be taking those profits. But like I say, when you've got the S&P 500 coming on the back of off the back of sort of four weeks of gains, uh, you know, I definitely think there will be investors thinking that, OK, we, we, we're sort of finishing this year strong after what was, you know, a pretty weak sort of Q3, really, all in all. Um, it was pretty, pretty difficult. So um, now that we're sort of back above the S&P 500, pushing close to sort of record highs, which would have probably been hard to, to sort of guess uh, in the middle of the year. But if we can sort of get close to those record highs, I certainly think there might be a little bit of cash being taken off the table. Okay, but we do have uh, core PC inflation out in the States, which could upset the apple cart. I don't know. We've got inflation reads in China. So we know that it's a big week on the economic front. Is there anything corporate that we have to watch out for when it comes to corporates in the States? Uh, pretty quiet. I mean, mm-hmm. earnings season is is sort of wrapping up. Really, uh, obviously, Nvidia was probably the last sort of real big name last week to sort of deliver. Obviously, that um, you know d- they they delivered some uh, stellar earnings. Sort of once again, market wasn't a hundred percent sure on it, but I think overall it's been a pretty decent earnings season. Um, again, wrapping up the last sort of few names in the S and P five hundred, four percent earnings growth, magnificent seven sort of really leading that earnings growth. You know, more than fifty percent earnings growth from from those seven stocks. So so sort of really solid. But I think, as you say, that focus will be on all of that inflation data coming through this week. USPC going to be sort of really key in terms of um, I, I, I think it's going to be really key because I think if it's another weak reading, you know, Jerome Powell is, is sort of going to have a really difficult challenge on his hands to sort of rein in market expectations of rate cuts. Um, they're obviously going to have to sort of really drill in and reinforce this higher for longer sort of mantra that they're sort of really trying to get across to, to sort of markets. Um, and I think that's going to be sort of difficult to, to sort of keep doing if all of this data that we're getting from the US keeps moving in the right direction and, and those market expectations keep rising. Um, for obviously rate cuts and then obviously locally it's a completely different story right it's it's an expectation of uh, when we're probably going to see another hike from from the RBA rather than if we see another hike um, inflation is expected to decline on a monthly basis this week marginally oil obviously coming off its highs that's two months of of sort of losses down 15% in the last couple of months so that is good news there but um, I do think that the RBA has got one sort of more insurance hike to, to sort of deliver, whether that's uh, next week or, or sort of next year. I think inflation and retail sales this week might give us a, a better indication of that. Absolutely, Josh. Well, at least we've only got um, just over a week to wait to see whether or not, well, we'll get some indications from the data, but we have the meeting next Tuesday. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Ausbiz. See you, Josh. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a great week. Yeah.
Um, and the RBA new deputy governor being in, uh, appointed today Abs by the Treasurer. Absolutely. So the Treasurer has appointed Br British central banker Andrew Hauser, who is actually an academic out mm -hmm. of Oxford, apparently. And uh, he will be, you know, deputy governor and they're still overhauling the RBA. So they are going to legislate on that this week, mm -hmm. which will be interesting. Warren Hogan just wants to see some convention around this independent board being established, which makes sense. You know who's going to be like from which mm -hmm. industries on it etc but just interesting that he's picked somebody from overseas that's it's, what i was going to say not just an rba outsider but a foreigner and yeah. just some of the analysis that i was reading was sort of suggesting it's because you know they want this overhaul they want it to be independent they yeah. want uh, you know international experience to be brought to uh, to the board, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, next year is going to be very different when it comes to the RBA, isn't it? You know, reset having, the calendar. Yeah, reset the calendar. <laughs> this is going to take a lot for me. Um, you know, going from monthly meetings um, to otherwise. So yeah, we'll keep you abreast of all those changes and that uh, that uh, legislation as it happens. But should we get back to equities? Take Absolutely. a look at some of these leaders, market leaders today. And Weebit Nano off to the races, up five percent, as is Genesis Minerals and Remelius uh, here. Is bouncing back. It was also uh, an upgrade from Morgan Stanley there, from a neutral, I think, to a neutral weight, mm -hmm. from an underweight, and uh, that was up over two percent. I just wanted to say it's not yeah. showing on our page for some reason, but Technology One was a good performer as well. It's up about three percent. Three percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, flip the page though. IGO down. We brought you the news of that earlier. Um, we've got Megaport, Aristocrat, both lower, and Sayona Mining which was off by more than 4% in the small cap space. Uh, look, we saw Clearview oh, Technologies. Oh, you spoke to Clearview. No. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yes, twice, yes. In, uh, <laughs> twice in about a week. So yeah, if you want to go online, you can find those interviews there. Uh, but they've they've done a few deals, distribution deals, one in the States, one in Africa, South Africa most prominently. And uh, in the uh, laggards section, let's see if there's any companies that were in the Bougainville news. Bougainville Coffer, well, mm. they've been trying to produce that one for about 50 years now. So that was off by 15%. Also, Wagner's off by 10.5% and Hutchison off by 9.5%. So uh, let's have a look and see what is happening. There's actually not that much overnight, well, is there? U.S. new home sales figures and the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index. Yeah, so it was quiet around the traps today as far as economic data um, but it does like we said heat up later in the week um, we do have those new home sales expected to remain under pressure from low inventory and high rates we've also got the Dallas Fed index which uh, Westpac expects will continue to show weakness in manufacturing activity. Um, one thing that we haven't mentioned actually as well, Danny, is um, the Aussie dollar. Aussie dollar. Yep, three... it's getting, it's weaker. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, was interesting. Well, again, it has been it's very... Been around three month highs though. Yeah, it's been very, very strong. And again, this is on the expectation of um, interest rate differentials moving between Australia and the US. It's only off slightly down to 65 spot 73. So just off by 0.14%. So not that much. I think it's probably more reflective of a risk-off tone here. Yeah, uh, tomorrow retail sales. That's a big one for us here locally. Absolutely. And moving out to tomorrow night, what have we got? U.S. Conference Board Consumer Confidence, U.S. House Prices for September. But tomorrow we've got Collins Food and Aroa Buyers Surgery. Um, that was actually on the call mm -hmm. on Friday. Yeah. And AGMs, a plethora of suite of them there that, um, yeah. Including I 
King Helios, which we detailed Helios earlier, and Ramsey. Also Monash IVF. And yep. that came up a couple of times with me last week, chatting okay. to small cap investors. Um, one said, look, Monash IVF is one of those companies that is sort of immune to wide, like the impact of rising wages. And another was just, yeah, talking about it. This is um, from Seneca Financial Solutions. It's up online, actually, in the small caps. Just talking about um, Monash IVF being yeah, resilient as well mm. through these cycles. Okay, let's get, get a quick a check of the markets to see where they close. The ASX 200 did end down 53 points to 6,987 or 0.77. 6% and SIBO 200 similar off by 7 tenths of a percent just over 9.7 points. And those US E-minis are uh, still negative. lower. Yep. yep. So we'll, we'll continue to watch that. Um, we've got gold jumping. We've got oil slipping. We had China's industrial profit growth slows. Boy, the there always is so much to talk about, isn't there? Um, so I guess we'll have to pick it up in the morning. And just this is my last reminder for the day of our next virtual investor event. Yes. Find out how the folks at Stock Doctor pick stocks. You love stock picking. We love stock picking. That's Thursday. You can watch it live or on demand. Osbiz.co forward slash stock doctor. If you watch it live though, you can actually submit questions. The guys are well prepped and really happy to answer your questions about their the way in which they select their secret sauce. Secret sauce. So we all speak. love the secret sauce. Won't be secret after Thursday anymore, will it? <laughs> Apparently not. Anyway, Nadine, there we go for a Monday. It was actually pretty busy, yeah, wasn't it, was. it? And we're gonna have a very busy week. So catch up with all the news and interviews online and we'll be back bright and early. Yeah, we'll see you then. Thank you.